If you're over 40 and you've prioritized your family and or your career, chances are your health has taken a huge hit. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about an ideal starting point if you're ready to make changes to your health. Welcome to Man in the Arena, your go-to podcast for all things related to health and weight loss for men over 40. Here we discuss strategies that will get you off the sidelines and into the game so you can achieve your optimal health. It's time to lead a legacy of longevity. Hello and welcome to episode number five of Man in the Arena. I got to tell you, I am so pumped about today's episode because I'm going to share with you the simplest and most effective way that you can start improving your health. And it's not exercise and it's not nutrition, it's sleep. Now, I know that might not be the answer you wanted to hear, nor is it a profound revelation, but sleep is without a doubt the keystone healthy habit. And a keystone healthy habit is a behavior that acts as a catalyst for other positive changes in your life. It's a habit that has this ripple effect. So it positively influences other areas of your life. So when you get adequate sleep, you get restorative sleep. And that means your eating habits are going to improve. That means you're going to have more energy. Maybe you have more energy to exercise. You're going to feel less stressed and overwhelmed. And that means you're going to be more productive and you're going to have more space and more time to focus on your health. So it becomes this virtuous cycle. And consider the opposite, which is a vicious cycle where you don't get enough sleep. If we don't get enough sleep, we're not able to regulate our hormones. We see this huge increase in stress hormone called cortisol, especially the day after. And then this causes more anxiety. It decreases our capacity to manage life, just things that happen in our life. And then we see this increase in a hormone called C-peptide, which is the downstream hormone of insulin. And so when insulin levels increase, this leads to increased food cravings. We see an increase in the hunger hormone called ghrelin, which leads to even more of an appetite. And then we end up overeating. And the fallout, of course, is shame and regret. So what I'm going to cover today is this blueprint for a better sleep. And once you integrate these steps, you're going to see a dramatic improvement in your life, not just your health, but your entire life. So I want to start with the end. Let's imagine that three months from now, You've just been really consistent getting a minimum of seven hours of sleep, seven hours of deep restorative sleep every night. And so that means you prioritize getting to bed at the same time each night. That means you're waking up usually at the same time each morning. And I want you to envision performing a simple bed routine that primes you to have a good sleep. And then lastly, I want you to envision yourself waking up each morning, feeling refreshed and grateful that you just had a great sleep. That's the outcome that we're going after, my friends. That's the result. Now, something I want you to consider is that results are going to happen. Results are always going to happen. At the end of the day, month, year, there are always going to be outcomes. And now most of us live life without any intention, without any purpose towards shaping those outcomes. But the outcome is going to happen. So wouldn't you like to have a say in that? Of course you would. So let's work backwards from the desired result and make it happen. Let's make sleep a priority and make it happen. So if you want a restorative and restful sleep, what do you have to do or not do? In other words, what actions or inactions have to occur? So if I want to get a good sleep, this is what I've got to do and what I've got to avoid. I have to make sure I get to bed every night at a decent time. And even better, that time should be consistent. I want to make sure that's a minimum of seven hours. Eight is better, but I want to make sure I'm getting a minimum of seven hours. 
I have to make sure that my room is somewhat cool. If it's too hot, I'm not going to get a good sleep. I'm going to be restless. I've got to make sure the bed is comfortable. Again, if it's not comfortable, I'm going to be restless. I want to make sure the sheets are clean so that I'm getting really good sleep hygiene. I have to make sure I have a way of getting up every morning, that there's an alarm clock. I have to make sure that there's no distractions limiting me from getting to bed. I have to make sure that I limit my screen time or I have to avoid eating or exercising before bed. And most importantly, I have to limit my alcohol intake. Now consider this, everything we do in this world is because of a feeling, because we want to feel a certain feeling or avoid a feeling a certain feeling. So here's an example. No one puts a pool in their backyard because they want a concrete hole filled with water, but that's exactly what they're getting. Instead, they put a pool in their backyard because they want to feel the relaxation that comes with having a backyard oasis, or maybe they want to feel connected when they invite people over for their pool parties. The actions we take in life are all preempted by a feeling. So in order to take these actions to prioritize sleep, we need to feel a certain emotion. Now, the emotion that drives me to prioritize my sleep and to take action towards prioritizing my sleep is content. This feeling of content. On the flip side, if I'm feeling anxious or overwhelmed or frustrated, there's no way I'm going to be able to prioritize my sleep. So the emotion, the feeling is vital. Now. Every feeling that we have is preceded by a thought in our brains. I talked about this in episode two. So the thought that makes me feel content is this. The day is done. I have done enough for today. And whatever didn't get done today will be waiting for me tomorrow. The reason why this thought is so powerful is it's completely different from the thought that I used to have, which is I'm not ready for tomorrow. I want to stay up. I want to get some of my life back. And this leads to a feeling of anxiety and then procrastination. So I don't actually get to bed. Now, what I just walked you through here is something that's called the intentional thought model. The intentional thought model is a theory of psychology that focuses on the intention and the conscious thought and that that these processes underlie the way in which we interact with the world. So it suggests that we construct our own mental model of the world, which we then use to make decisions and take actions. That's kind of what I walked you through. There's a circumstance, and then there's a thought, a feeling, an action, and a result. And what's crucial about this model is the intentional thought. I created this thought deliberately, and it genuinely makes me feel content. If I'm unaware of my thought processes, I'm at the mercy of my unintentional thoughts, and then that becomes an unintentional thought model. Now, unintentional thoughts are unconscious. And so the key to prioritizing sleep is to be aware of what we're thinking about in the first place. If I'm unaware of my thought processes, I would be at the mercy of my unintentional thoughts. And these thoughts are unconscious. And so the key to prioritizing sleep is to be aware of what you actually think about sleep in the first place. So you have to genuinely believe in the power of getting adequate sleep. And if you don't, then you want to start to analyze why that is. So for a more practical approach, here's what I want you to do. I want you to set a bedtime and notice what thoughts come up about going to bed at that time. Then set a wake-up time and notice what thoughts come up about getting up at that time. Next, try to uncover a healthier, more intentional thought and see if you can uncover the feeling that accompanies that new thought. And then start to take action from that place and remember the importance of sleep and take action every day to get more quality restorative sleep. 
So with that, here's a quick rundown of how you can get a better sleep each night. Just some simple steps that you can take. Number one, avoid alcohol. Sleep, believe it or not, is an active process and alcohol interrupts those processes from happening. That's number one, avoid alcohol. Number two, avoid caffeine. Nothing after 12 p.m. So if you're a coffee drinker, make sure you're switching over to decaf coffee or you're drinking water or something else that's not going to be a stimulant that's going to impact your sleep later on. Number three, limit screen time. So all of our screens, TVs, phones, computers, they all give off a blue wave light. And this blue light kind of mimics our daylight. And when that happens, it impacts our circadian rhythm and it also limits melatonin production. Melatonin plays a key role in our ability to get more restorative sleep. And then lastly, this is a big one. Use activities like journaling, meditation, reading, yoga to calm your mind and nervous system. This is going to allow you to kind of settle down and get into that better sleep pattern. Something that I do that's really had a huge impact on my sleep is I track it. So I use a device called Whoop, W-H-O-O-P. I don't have any affiliation with them, but I love what they've created. It's a wearable that you wear on your wrist and it connects with your phone and that data is just constantly being gathered and tells you about the quality of your sleep, the efficiency of your sleep. There's also a journal feature where you can track different activities and behaviors. Then you get a bit of a report every week and every month showing you just how your sleep is unfolding. There's other devices as well. So if you're not a Whoop fan, you can try the Aura Ring, which is very similar, but it's a ring that goes on your finger. You can also, uh, if you're an Apple Watch person or an Android person, there's lots of different apps that you can get to track your sleep. So if you want to learn more about improving your sleep, highly encourage you to connect with me on Instagram at The Spear Method or on LinkedIn. Just search for Craig Spear. And then if you want complete show notes of this episode, head on over to thespearmethod.com. That's thespearmethod.com. And I want to thank you for listening. Thanks again for showing up. I look forward to connecting with you next week. And in the meantime, keep leading a legacy of good health and longevity. If you're ready to step inside the arena and change the trajectory of your health, head on over to thespearmethod.com and download my free guide to learn simple and effective strategies on how to optimize your health today. 